This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, the first ever trailer for Thor Love and Thunder is finally released. Matt Mickelson says Indiana Jones 5 is going back to its roots. Hideo Kojima says his company remains an independent developer. And Leslie Grace teases Batgirl sequel and her reactions to Michael Keaton returning as Batman. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, after a long wait, Marvel Studios released a brand new trailer for Thor Love and Thunder two days ago, featuring, among other things, a glimpse of Natalie Portman as the mighty Thor. In addition to the trailer, Marvel also released a synopsis that revealed how Thor Love and Thunder will follow the God of Thunder's quest for inner peace, as well as Christian Bale's role as the villain. Here is the synopsis for the film. The film finds Thor, Chris Hemsworth, on a journey unlike anything he's ever faced, a quest for inner peace. But his retirement is interrupted by a galactic killer known as Gore the God Butcher, played by Christian Bale, who seeked the extinction of the gods. To combat the threat, Thor enlists the help of King Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson, Korg, Taika Waititi, who is also the film's director, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, Natalie Portman, who, to Thor's surprise, inexplicably wields his magic hammer, the Mjolnir, as the mighty Thor. Together they embark upon a harrowing cosmic adventure to uncover the mystery of the God Butcher's vengeance and stop him before it's too late. Directed by Waititi, who directed Thor Ragnarok and Jojo Rabbit, and produced by Kevin Feige and Brad Winderbaum, Thor Love and Thunder opens in theaters on the 7th of July. Gord the God Butcher is not featured in the new trailer, but the synopsis offers a pretty good glimpse of what to expect from the villain. Gord the God Butcher was first revealed in Thor God of Thunder issue number one in 2013. The trailer itself heavily features Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy as they hop across the galaxy. Set to the tune of Sweet Child of Mine by Guns of Roses, it seems like it will combine the best elements of Guardians of the Galaxy films and Thor Ragnarok. As mentioned before, Thor Love and Thunder will be released on the 7th of July, roughly two months after Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. A lot of Marvel content is coming this winter to both theaters and Disney+, Plus, so be prepared. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Matt Mickelson has indicated that Indiana Jones 5 is returning to the franchise's early roots, capturing the original feel of Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom. During an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Mickelson, who is starring in an as-yet-undisclosed role in the fifth indie adventure, 
revealed a little more about what we can expect from Indiana Jones 5 as he admitted that the next installment will have a similar feel to the first and second films of the franchise led by Harrison Ford's bullwhip-wielding archaeologist. Raiders of the Lost Ark was one of my favorite films, and it just oozes that golden period of serials from the 1940s. And that's in the fifth film as well, Mickelson explained, teasing the next installment. They're going heavily back to the first and second film and getting the original feel, the original indie, something dense and epic. James Mangold has settled up to take the reins on Indiana Jones 5, assuming directing duties from Steven Spielberg, who is on board as an executive producer. Mickelson praised the duo and noted a similarity in the way the two filmmakers approached the franchise, saying, It felt like a Spielberg film, though it's obviously James making it with the same vision. Though details about the story are being kept under wraps, Mickelson previously discussed his collaborative approach to realizing his character in the film and compared his function in the film to that of character actor Peter Lorre, whose performances famously added color to numerous Hollywood productions from Casablanca to the Maltese Falcon. While we don't know much else about Mickelson's role in the film at the present time, we do know that Indiana Jones 5 will likely be Harrison Ford's last outing as the globe-trotting adventure. The movie itself will conclude this iconic character's journey and see part of his history resolve right after he dusted off his signature brown jacket and fedora. Joining Ford for this new adventure, which may particularly take place in 1969, will be Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Thomas Kretschmann, Boyd Holbrook, Seanette Renee Wilson, and Antonio Banderas. Indiana Jones 5 was first announced in 2016, with a premiere date of July 2019, but it has suffered many delays and now set to arrive in theaters next year. Up next, IGN reports that Hideo Kojima mysteriously posted a photo of PlayStation Studios before clarifying that his studio will remain independent. At around Wednesday in the afternoon, Japan time, Kojima posted a picture of the PlayStation Studios banner with games from all of Sony's first-party studios and also Death Stranding. This cryptic tweet immediately kicked off speculations that Kojima Productions officially joined PlayStation Studios. Kojima followed up 10 minutes later by clarifying Kojima Productions is still an independent company. In a follow-up tweet, independently translated by IGN, Kojima writes, I seem to have invited some misinterpretation, but Kojima Productions have been and will continue to be an independent production studio. 
IGN has reached out to Kojima Productions for further clarification. Kojima Productions was founded in 2015 as an independent studio after previously being an in-house team within Konami, Kojima's previous company. To date, the studio's only title remains Death Stranding, a game starring The Walking Dead's Norman Reedus as a porter who must walk across a post-apocalyptic United States to reunite the country. With its postmodern aesthetic and cinematic storytelling, Death Stranding was peak Kojima to divided critical reception. An expanded version for the PS5 was later released for the console and PC under the name Death Stranding Director's Cut. A possible explanation for this tweet could be from Kojima Productions' already close relationship with Sony. Kojima announced his new studio alongside Sony at the 2015 PlayStation E3 presentation, and Death Stranding uses a version of Guerrilla Games' Decima engine. Speculating over new PlayStation acquisition is at an all-time high, and Sony is currently on a buying spree, having acquired teams like House Mark and Valkyrie Entertainment. Sony also purchased Bungie, though the Destiny developer is not part of PlayStation Studios. The final reports of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that it may be a bit early for talks of a Batgirl sequel, but star Leslie Grace hints that there could be one on its way, at least if the first film does well. During an interview with Variety, the 27-year-old actress revealed that there have already been some discussions about Batgirl 2. We got to see this one first, she said. But there's definitely some talks about what it could be. I've seen some of what we've shot, obviously in the playback and stuff like that, and it's insane. We've already been talking about where do we take this from here because there's so much that happens in this film. There are a lot of different themes in the plot that we touch on, she added. It's not just the action. There's a love story. There's this father-daughter relationship. There's looking at the world through a lens that isn't just black and white and seeing the color and the spectrum between things. Batgirl stars Leslie Grace as Barbara Gordon, the daughter of J.K. Simmons' Commissioner Gordon, who takes up the mantle of Batgirl to become the titular heroine. Although DC fans will no doubt be overjoyed to see the return of Commissioner Gordon, it's Batgirl herself who's been curiously missing from the DC Extended Universe so far. And Grace was overjoyed to be the one putting on the suit. I think that was the first real moment where I was like, oh, wow, we're here. I'm doing this. Like, I am really Batgirl. It's still hard for me to say that. But yeah, it was a surreal experience. I had to summon up some things in me that I didn't even know were there, she added. 
It was an incredible learning experience to be on set with also action veterans like Brendan Fraser and soak up it all up. It was so hard because he's our villain and I'm not supposed to like him, but he's such a huge teddy bear. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met. In our fight sequences, the way he would just hit marks, it came from all of his experiences. You can't improvise that kind of experience. There's some crazy stuff happens. There's a lot of fire because as everyone knows by now, he plays Firefly. There's crazy fire. There's crazy stunts, crazy drops. She's a biker chick, so you're going to see her do a bunch of awesome stuff. Of course, the big return is that of Michael Keaton. That's right, the original Batman star is back as an aging Bruce Wayne who presumably takes the young new vigilante under his wing. And it's a return we've all been waiting for. It was wild for everyone, said Grace. Our directors were like two little kids. They're legit Batman nerds openly. He's Batman, man. I couldn't believe it. I was sharing space with Batman. I want to say more, but I can't. It was insane, surreal, incredible. It was the stuff of dreams, really. Batgirl, as mentioned before, stars Leslie Grace as the classic DC heroine alongside J.K. Simmons, Michael Keaton, Ivory Aquino, and Brendan Fraser. The two directors from Bad Boys for Life directed this movie based on a script by Christina Hodgson. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs and music you love, keep it right to Phoenix Radio on phoenixradio.com.au or via the Tune Radio app. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.